The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's up, guys? Dave Van Auken here. The Dave Van Auken Show. Monday, April 3rd. We uh, transitioned into the month of April. Happy Monday out there. Huge week, guys. Uh, so much to talk to you about. A lot of cleanup stuff. A lot of uh, fight banana stuff. Of course, uh, myself was in Milwaukee slash Chicago. Game bread boxing for so many fun stories. So much stuff I want to get into. But of course, this weekend, this Saturday night, UFC 287. Piera Edesanya, two for the UFC middleweight championship of the world. Gilbert Burns versus our guy, Jorge Gamebred Masvidal. Uh, so much to get into. The whole card stacked, though, by the way. Like, that's just, you know, those are the headlines. That's the poster. That's the fight poster. But so much. Kevin Holland's back. Uh, Roses Jr. GM3. Our guy, Rob Font. Adrian Giannis. What a great fight that is. Like, Giannis Font. All right. We'll get into it. Uh, let me get a swig of water. Uh, I no very little sleep last two, three days. Flew back yesterday. I'm back in Florida. Feels good. But let me one sec. Oh, man. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's good. first show of the week. We'll have a ton of podcasts this whole week. I'll, ben and Benaz will be huge Wednesday night live. Ryan, the cornerman Quinn and L Dawson Wednesday night live. We're going to go live. I would think around 9, 915 Facebook, YouTube live. Make sure you check that out. Definitely, I want to get with Jillian the Savage Robertson, Mike Cuddles. Last time, guys, she's flying out to Kansas City next week. I really don't like to bother her that much on fight week. We'll talk to her after she wins, and uh, we'll do a live session, probably IG live. But uh, So this might be the last Mike Cuddles of the week. Talk to Taylor Starlin, my dear friend. We're going to uh, record very soon as well. So a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff to get into. But first of all, two big, fun announcements I want to talk about right here at Fight Finance before kind of a little... Game Red Box and uh, some fun stories. Two main announcements. One is the MMA Shark. The MMA Shark has been with us for, I would say, anywhere between four, six months, half a year, maybe a little bit more than half of a year. Uh, he came back with something outrageous for the month of April. He called me, I think it was around a week ago, 10 days ago, telling me that he was going to do this. And I thought he was off his rocker because this is how, you know, to make money in the industry, right? You have to, uh, Make money, you sell services, and you do your thing, and in return, people pay you for it. That's life. You know, you, you we all go to uh, Taco Bell. I'm a big Taco Bell guy. You want a cheesy gordita crunch? You got to give them $4.69 to get that cheesy gordita crunch. That's not happening this month of April for the MMA Shark. Absolutely. You ready for this one, guys? It's free. No gimmicks. No hashtags. No you know, secret back wall thing. It's free. You sign up right now and you get it for 30 days. If you want to sign up April 3rd, like today, or if you want to sign up on April 20th, 420, maybe me and Jillian will be doing something special on that day. If you want to do it on 420, you get it for 30 days after 420. You get me? You feel me? 30 days 
in April, absolutely free with the MMA Shark. Guys, all you have to do is just go to the MMAShark.com and sign in. That's it. No promo codes, no secret links. Just sign in. He's giving you his services for free, and I think you should go for it. Guys, this weekend, UFC 287, a couple dogs I like on the prelims. Uh, Rob Fott and Giannis, you got to bet on that fight. It's got a lot of juice in it. Next week, Kansas City, Max Holloway, and Arnold Allen. Are we not going to bet on our girl, Jillian the Savage Robertson? So this is the month. April, free the MMA shark. First announcement. There you go. Announcement number two here in Fight Bananas Land. We were grinding. We almost did it last week, but we had to dot our I's and cross our T's. I was at Game Red Boxing when this thing finally came to fruition. And here's uh, another announcement for us. Go to betonus.com. Betonus.com. Guys, you know under the Fight Bananas band. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And especially myself, we love to bet on a mixed martial arts. Not just the UFC, PFL, Bellator, Baron Knuckle, big boxing matches. Not even that, guys. You know, uh, Final Four is on tonight. The, the national championship, UConn, San Diego State is on tonight. I like the action. I like to bet. I've been betting my whole life. In middle school, I would bet $5 on the 49ers versus the Cowboys. Steve Young versus Troy Aikman. Google image it. All right? I'm a better. I like to bet. Not a lot of juice. But finally, Fight Bananas, I feel like we've we've really connected with a brand. Um, it's not it, – it's, it's, it's these easiest so far um, bet, bet in sight that – you guys, if you got a credit card, a debit card, you can put it in. You got Apple Pay, you got Google Pay, whatever. Like it's 2021. PayPal, Venmo, whatever you want to pay and to get paid, you want to put a hundred dollars on Jorge Gamebred Masvidal plus 350, and when he wins and when you win 350 dollars, cash out. You you feel me? You can cash out right away. I'm so happy to be connected with them. Bet on us.com. Bet us. Um, Special promo code Bananas23. There you go. There's there's the juice. Bananas23. We're in the year 2023. It's Bananas23. Um, I, I think it's 125% sign-up bonus right away. And then with that, we have a very cool special announcement on Friday. We're going to drop on Friday. I think I'm going to do it live. I'll, we'll make a special post. On Friday, we're doing even something better than that. I, you guys are not going to believe what I've done. This meant so much to me. I wanted this to be a partnership. I wanted you guys to be able to win money and free money. So that's what I did. I literally took a less deal. I took money out of the Fight Bananas pockets to give it back to you. And you'll hear it on Friday. So there you go. So there we go. A couple announcements. The MMA Shark is absolutely free. Go to betonus.com today. Put in that special promo code, Bananas23. You're welcome, right? All right. Uh, let's get into a little game, Barry Boxing 4. Like I said, I, a whole week, guys. I know we'll, we'll get into Izzy and Piera. One of the most – I've talked to 100 people. 50 people say they got Izzy. 50 people say they have Piera, and that's beautiful. That's a beautiful spot to be in. Um, 
you know, of course, yeah, I'm a game break guy. No, uh, hey, I have all the respect in the world. I, dude, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Burns. Burns is a stud and monster. Um, but a lot of people are leaning one way or more than another on that one. I've, I've, it's wild. I've had a lot of people, like 100 people on Kevin Holland, um, Ponzin, Zibio, 90 people say Holland. And with that being said, at the end of this pod, uh, the cornerman, Ryan Quinn, I'm going to put his fight breakdown. Um, Ponzin, Zibio, and Kevin Holland fight breakdown. I'm just going to add this to the podcast for absolutely free. So there you go. You got that. Um, game bread boxing for guys. Uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, FISM Forum. It's literally where the Milwaukee Bucks play. The arena was spectacular. Insane. The locker rooms, the media room, uh, the food, the drinks. There was a special VIP section that we got to uh, grub and drink on. Incredible uh, to Milwaukee. First of all, hats off to Milwaukee. Nice, nice city, underrated city. You know, I think I've been there once or twice, but never spent three days, four days in there. Milwaukee was awesome. Chicago, shout out Chicago. Chicago is a great freaking city. Love me some Chicago. We went there the day after, and we ate like kings. So shout out to my guy, Dean Tool. We literally ate like kings in Chicago. But back to the car, guys. I, it was awesome. It was awesome. I, there's so many stories. I can't get into everyone. But just the, the synopsis of the weekend and kind of what I want to get out to you guys is it was amazing. We're all staying at the same hotel, guys. Roy Jones Jr., one, if not the greatest boxing talent in the history of the professional boxing. Roy Jones Jr., Anthony Showtime Pettis, Jacare Souza, Vitor Belfort, Jose Aldo, the greatest Featherweight mixed martial artist who ever lived, Jeremy Stevens, and the list goes on and on. Shout out to my guy, Devin Cushion. Devin Cushion put it on. Luis uh, Feliciano. So many studs. All the guys, Pearl Gonzalez and Gina Mazzani. And you ready? Insane fight. If you didn't get the pay-per-view, that fight is worth it alone. You can probably, I you know, they, they, they do replays of the pay-per-view. I think it was 50 bucks. Worth every penny. Pearl Gonzalez and Gina Absolute studs, monsters, respect, uh, uh, insane, insane fight. But that, that, that's uh, that's what I mean. That's the stories. I never met Gina Mazzani. And in her corner was Kevin Krub. Dude, we're literally just going to the Starbucks inside the uh, the, the lobby there. And there's just Kevin Krub chilling, just getting some, some grub and, and nice coffee. So we just hang out with him. He's got some really cool stuff coming up. That was the weekend. We're hanging out. We're just We're just chilling with Jose Aldo. Jacare Souza, his his beautiful, beautiful family, great family. And that's the thing that I, of course, guys, let's just be honest. We've all met people in professional sports. It's a baseball player, hockey player, soccer player, you know, and fighters, you know, mixed martial artists or boxers that when you meet them, um, you know, maybe wasn't, didn't go the right way. You know what I mean? Maybe they were busy. Uh, you know, a lot of stuff's going on. Everyone there was beyond nice. Everyone there took a million pictures. Everyone there signed autographs. Everyone there was gracious to the fans. And of course, we're just in a nice hotel. I think I can say it now. We're at the Westin downtown Milwaukee. And there's just a ton of people staying there. And imagine you're staying at the hotel. You look back at the lobby. Every night we're at the lobby to 1, 2 a.m., you know, shutting down the lobby. And imagine you're at the lobby and you just see Roy Jones Jr. You see Jose Aldo just chilling in the lobby in Milwaukee. You would freak out. It would be awesome, right? Incredible, incredible time. Uh, absolutely bananas. Um, 
get into the fights a little bit. Let's start at the top. Anthony Pettis defeated Roy Jones Jr. in the main event. Really great fight. And uh, just it's a, it's amazing how Pettis moved that high through weight. And that was the, the thing I kept on talking to Anthony about was like to, to add that much weight. And as fast as he did, I wanted to know if he was going to have the speed and, and see where he was going to be at. And he still looked – it was showtime. All right, let's just say that. It was definitely showtime. Roy Jones Jr. in flashes still has it. Still has it. It's amazing. I don't know, guys. That might be the last time we ever see Roy Jones Jr. box. And um, I was lucky enough to be there. So shout out to them. Co-main was a war. Jacare Souza, nothing but guts. Vitor Belfort, power. Definitely the better boxer, a little cleaner striker. But Jacare absolutely went to war. Uh, loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, and then the feature bet, I think the fight everyone wanted to see, Jose Aldo and Jeremy Stevens. Such a great fight. Ended in a draw, two majority draw. Two judge had, had it 3-3, and one judge had Ho, uh, Jose Aldo winning. You know, shout out to both men. I think I leaned against Jose Aldo. It seemed like Jose Aldo had some of the best moments of the uh, the boxing match. A little bit, little bit cleaner, just a little bit, but a great fight. Both men, great fight. And then, yeah, guys, if you haven't seen it, uh, you know, there's a couple clips on Fight Finance, but it doesn't know justice. You have to get the pay-per-view replay. Pearl Gonzalez and Gina Mazzani went to absolute war. They never stopped. They just went for war for six straight rounds. Insane fight. Blood was everywhere. Sweat was everywhere. Tears was everywhere. Uh, bananas. Uh, absolutely bananas. There's so many great fights on the whole card. Um, so much to so um, game bread boxing for. Uh, I think they undersold and over delivered. I thought the show was phenomenal. Devin Cushion with a uh, TKO. Luis Feliciano went to war with Clarence Booth. I'm telling you guys, go get the pay per view. Incredible, awesome stuff. Shout out to Danielle Cohen, Kate Howell, Dylan Cluckler knocked out Josh Burns under a minute. I think it was literally 59 seconds. The post-fight presser. All right, let me let me let me get into that. So post-fight presser was happening, and a lot of stuff was happening quick. I didn't have a camera guy with me, and I were asking questions. And hey, I'm just gonna be honest; they were leaning on me. You know, I'm, you know, I wake up and I piss excellence. I'm pretty damn good at what I do, so I'm asking the questions. And of course, you guys saw it. Everyone's seen it. ESPN ran with it. MMA fighting ran with it. It was a fight bananas original. Ho, Jose Aldo leaves the Game Bread Boxing Ring and 30 seconds on Twitter, Conor McGregor tweets out, I should box Jose Aldo. He's watching it, guys. He's watching the show just like you and I. So, of course, a couple people ask Jose Aldo oh, this question, that question, that question. Come on, guys. The it, it, You can't. There's no other question. There's no other thing to bring up to Jose Aldo than this. I get the hot mic. I go, Jose, my guy. Conor McGregor tweeted this, and he knew it because I saw it in his face. He smiled. He already started to do it. So I kind of finished my question. Uh, they, they were talking about a trilogy fight with Jeremy Stevens. The Floyd Money Mayweather fight's been out there with Jose Aldo. And, of course, I'm like, what do you want to do next? Conor wants to box you. Jorge Masvidal says, yeah, he'll he'll, he'll set it up. Gamebred Boxing's the hottest boxing a uh, freaking company in the in the in the industry worldwide. We're gonna see game prep boxing worldwide before you know it. 
So when Jose Aldo hears that question about Conor McGregor, he goes off. He cusses uh, and he has a translator. He's laughing his ass off because he knows now he has to translate the cuss words. It was so funny. Everyone ran with it. I would not be surprised, hand to God, I would not be surprised if we don't see Conor McGregor versus Jose Aldo under the Game Bread Boxing promotion. I'm telling you, it's that hot of a promotion. They're paying well. Everyone was loving it. It looked phenomenal. It's the hottest thing going. Game Bread Boxing. Absolutely bananas. Absolutely bananas. Um, Flew back. Like I said, I just flew back late last night. Just got into town. Cannot wait. But a ton of stuff. The PFL is happening this weekend. UFC 287 is happening this weekend. Oh, my goodness. Real quick, real quick. Something out of the past weekend. Shout out to Ross Levine. Maddie Levine here. Wednesday night. Peel back 8 p.m. Maddie does her thing. Terrific. Her husband is one of the most badass men you will ever meet on this planet. Gets a walk-off knockout in the main event of Karate Combat this past weekend in Miami. So shout out to our guy, Ross Levine. All right, guys. I'm beat. I'm done. Like I said, we'll have a ton of content coming for you this week. Probably up to five podcasts. Numerous of lives. I think we might even do a card break. BetUS, guys. BetUS.com. BetOnUs.com. Go to it right now today. Put in that promo code BANANAS23. And like I told you, we have another major announcement on Friday about BetOnUS. I did something that's unheard of so far in the industry. Fight Bananas is always giving back. You guys give us so much love and you guys like and share. We see the download numbers each month. We see our Facebook page absolutely exploded. We don't take it for granted. We want to give something back to you. And that's what we have done. We have literally taken less money. We're like, no, we don't want money. I want something for our people. Friday night, Friday, we will announce it. Something about UFC 287. So do not bet on UFC 287 yet until you hear what we have for you on Friday. There you go. You heard it here first. Guys, such a big week. Uh, Ryan Quinn, L. Dawson, Maddie Levine, Jillian the Savage Robertson, and so much more coming to you this way. Cannot wait. Go to Fight Finance Official. Follow us on IG. Shout out to all of our sponsors, Gorilla Warfare Apparel. Shout out Gorilla Warfare. They're killing it all weekend. Uh, man, there's the guy Ryan was awesome. I met him out there at Game Red Boxing. What a stud. Didn't go his way. Took the fight in four days' notice. Fought a monster, but a uh, great kid, great company. Uh, I grill the warfare. I, I hope we do a lot more in the future. We're just getting started with it. Shout out MMA Shark. Free month of April. No promo codes, no, no secrets. Just go to the MMAShark.com today. And that's it, guys. I'm done. I think we we sold enough, right? We we've done the damn thing. Big announcement on Friday with about bet on US. Use that promo code bananas23. You get 125% on your first deposit. All right, guys, I'm done. This was the 184th podcast, but Ryan Quinn is going to take it away. He has a fight breakdown right now on who he thinks is going to win in one of the featured bouts on the pay-per-view card uh, in the welterweight division, Ponzin Zebio versus Kevin Trailblaze Holland. All right, guys, we'll talk to you later. If I don't talk to you, we'll see you Wednesday night, betting bananas. What's up, everybody? Ryan the Mighty Quinn here, the Cornerman underscore MMA. UFC, what is it, 287 is upon us. UFC Miami, great card down in South.
right here in my backyard. Now, I was focusing a lot on the main event, co-main event, uh, for obvious reasons. You know, I actually have a personal relationship with both Jorge and Alex. So, um, it's, uh, it's been, uh, I, I forgot to take a look at the whole card. You know, there's so many other good fights on this card. One in particular I want to take, take note of is, uh, Santiago Ponzinibbio versus Kevin Holland. Uh, I think this fight's going to be, it's getting somewhat overlooked as good as a fight it is. Often this happens when UFC puts on these super cards. And I really think that whoever can get active in specific areas is going to win this fight. And we're going to go over where that activity needs to lay right now. So as far as overall stand-up, I don't know. <laughs> I think that uh, I think that the the kickboxing or the, the the leg striking, so to speak, is maybe it's not true kickboxing, would be towards Kevin Holland, and I think that the boxing uh, overall hands would go to simply because well, Kevin has, does have a sharp straight right. There's no question about that. But Ponzinibbio, the way he can move his head with punches is pretty solid. He's got really heavy hands. Wrestling, I'm going to Santiago. Jiu-Jitsu, I'm going to Kevin Holland, the black belt. Santiago might be a black belt. Last time I trained with him, he was a brown belt. He might have gotten it in the meantime, but I don't know. It's really tough. We don't train with the gi on a whole lot, being professional fighters. And uh, But overall ground, you know, oh, let me back up. I think that uh, the jiu-jitsu aspect will really help uh, Kevin if we're on the ground here with, with the ground. However, I feel the overall ground still goes to Ponzinibbio. He's really developed his wrestling game. Uh, both stand-up wrestling as well as control to really nullify jiu-jitsu, especially against longer opponents, which he's going to see next Saturday. Now, and then again, as I kind of alluded to it, the wrestling I have going to Ponzinibbio. Uh, he's really developed a really good double leg, really good cage wrestling since he's been an American top team. So how does this fight go down? Now, I'm going to start with my man, Santiago. I trained with Santiago about three or four years before I retired. I know him pretty well. Uh, relentless he's just relentless is the best way to put it he just really knows how to just stay in your face and avoid punches while he's doing it it's really really impressive now um how does he do that as i said earlier he comes forward so hard you know i i think uh well his last fight the come from behind win he came forward pretty well he kind of laid back a little bit he's adjusting his game a little bit when the pump breaks and whatnot but when he's scoring and he's doing damage he's coming forward on you uh now I'm trying to think of a good fight. That's a good example of that. I can't think of one that comes to mind right now. However, now, wh why is that effective here? Because he's going to have to make this a telephone booth fight against Kevin Holland, the longer, taller, rangier fighter. I think that he needs to get inside. He needs to use those punches. Bah, 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 you know, move those heads, right? One, two, while you're moving your head on the way inside. Use those uppercuts to the body. When you get in range, throw the... Uh, Throw the, the big right, the overhand right, throw the left hook, end with a jab, one, two, to reset yourself and keep moving that head. Don't stop moving that head because, as I said, Kevin will catch you with a straight left. Now, I don't think that the game ends there for Santiago. I think that as top, I mean, if he's scoring and he, yeah, stay with it, but ever, not that much because remember, if you're scoring like that, eventually you're going to have to reset and get out of range, get out in, get out of your range and Kevin's range. So I think that he's going to have to add some takedowns in there, add some cage takedowns. Actually, against the cage is going to be a very interesting aspect in this fight. Uh, so I think that he's going to have to go against the cage and get those takedowns, choose some clock in that half guard, 
um, waist lock position that you see with the opponents on all fours, throw in some ground and pound, just try to keep the jujitsu away from Kevin and to score and be in a dominating uh, position. I don't really see Santiago submitting Kevin. I, I don't uh, I don't see that happening. Now, if I'm Kevin, what am I going to do to win? Kevin does a pretty good job of throwing front kicks at different angles, whether it's a spinning back kick, the kicks, calf kicks, um, straight kicks to the body. He's going to have to use that a lot, utilize that a lot to against Santiago. He's going to have to throw these kicks to score. He's going to have to use that straight right hand to keep Santiago honest. Now, what do I mean by that? I think that those kicks are going to score. Like I keep the shorter opponent away. If you got him rushing in, you got him rushing in. Sometimes he's going to eat an outside kick um, to keep coming through. If he eats that outside kick, then he's going to be in straight punch range for Kevin. And those are the punches that Kevin needs to utilize on in order to keep him away. Like like that magnet fight. You know when you put two magnets close together, but they, they come close and they push apart? That's the fight that Kevin needs to do here in order to win this fight. I wouldn't really be too confident if I'm on the ground if I'm Kevin. For reasons, as I just said, Santiago's pretty good at that ground control. Uh, he can get that wrist control. I don't really see Kevin winning this off his back, although crazier things have happened. And uh, I just got to keep him away, keep active. You know, Kevin actually has a pretty good feint. He has a pretty good feint. Feint to the front kicks, feint to the side kicks, feint to the straight right, uh, feint to the straight height, right, left hook. Try to jab a little bit, although even for a bigger guy, Kevin's jabs aren't aren't extremely crisp as I've seen. Now, adjustments to make. What does Santiago have to do if he's losing this fight? Now, if Santiago's losing this fight, he is going to need to, uh, he's he's going to need to, hmm. If he's losing this fight, it's because he's being kept at range, he's getting scored on. So in order to win this fight, he's going to have to crack a few eggs to make that omelet. He's going to have to take some punches and get inside and take some outside outside shots to shoot under those straight punches that we've talked about prior. You know, uh, maybe slow things down and jab, stab, jab to the body before he comes into the right hand and then shoots a single legs and just start working that clinch or just that or come inside and get that that Daniel Cormier clinch where you get that underhook and you start that dirty boxing a little bit. Stuff like that. That's the stuff that Santiago is going to need to do in order to score on a Kevin Holland if the original game plan is not working. Actually, it's kind of part two of the game plan. It's, 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 this is actually more of a 1B type situation. Not really a plan. I mean, a, yeah, 1B, not really a plan B. This isn't like plan 1A, plan 1B, and then there's plan B. I think this is like a plan 1B. Now, um, if I'm Kevin... How do I win this fight? If I if I'm winning, if I'm losing, if I'm what adjustments I need? What does the what does the corner need to see in order to make adjustments? That's what I missed here. If I'm Kevin, it's because I'm getting fought inside, I'm getting beat inside, I'm getting tagged up, I'm getting punched, I'm getting, I'm getting taken down against the fence. I think Kevin's going to have to beat him to the punch on that clinch. He's going to have to get that clinch, extend the shorter opponent, and get the, those tiny's to the body. That's what he's got to do. Very important there. It's a little different than the clinch that I would recommend for Santiago because the tie clinch, he's going to be reaching up, extending himself. He's going to, Kevin's going to have to get the opponent on the inside, get that tie clinch and extend him and try to land some knees and chew up the body that way to land some uppercuts to get back away and throw that straight right hand back to the laser game. Now, as I said earlier about the cage wrestling, why is this going to be a factor here? This is an X factor in this fight. If I get, if I'm Santiago and I get Kevin against the fence, which I think we're actually going to see quite a bit of in this fight. He is going to need to 
He's going to, he can't hang out there. He's going to need to get that. If he gets that double leg, he can't hang out on his knees. Kevin is so great with those weird angle elbows. He's going to get caught, possibly knocked out just by going for a takedown. So he's going to have to be either try to finish a single leg, which I know in MMA, people don't really do it anymore, but uh, he's going to have to just be really active against the fence there. You can't hang out for that suck him in double leg that you usually see. On Kevin's aspect, if it's against the fence, like I said, he's going to have to use weird angles to try to score funny punches, whether it be knees, elbows, you know, maybe some slaps to open thing up, annoy the opponent, stuff like that. If I'm Kevin, I don't want to go on the ground, similar to what I said before. You know, I think that Santiago's going to chew that up. I don't think this is a fight that Kevin wins off his back. Santiago doesn't really give up those off-the-back triangles. You know, he's so aggressive, even within the guard. Uh, he does a really good job of riding low. So anyway, that's what I got, guys. I think this is going to be a great fight to watch. I'm looking forward to the whole event down in Miami. I'm going to be down there meeting up with some friends, taking some pictures, probably shoot short videos. I'll talk to you then. Bye.